Hello. Hi. Just automatically started. Whoa, scary. We have been away, or I have been away, out of the country. We it we're six hours time difference, so it's hard to coordinate away. I don't even know if you have Anchor on your phone. Oh, I mean, it's not like it's that hard to install. That's true. We could have thought about this more. We were we were pretty busy though. I yeah. Mean, you were traveling around Germany and such, and I was trying to make three kids not mutiny against me. Did they mutinize against you? No, I think they were pretty good. Yeah? Maybe they were with brief mutinies, but nothing too bad. Oh. <laughs> well, good. You didn't have to feed them white noodles all the time? I didn't have to feed them white noodles all the time. Actually, I made a little side thing of white noodles one time because I had too many noodles for the mac and cheese, but I never said it to anybody until after you got back. Oh, that's where that came from. Yeah. Although, actually, I found I should have put, like... I keep being tempted to put more noodles in the mac and cheese because it seems like it's really thick and creamy and there's a lot to it. But then I realized after I eat it, I'm like, you know, it would have been better if I just left some of those noodles out. <laughs> Especially since I tried to bake it. And I think it's when it, you, it's creamier and you bake it. Because it gets less creamy over time, kind of. Yeah. So I'm learning. Because the cheese. moisture goes away. Yeah. Mac and cheese is complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe it's only a two heated... Well, only one reheat dish. One time reheating it, and that's probably it. I don't know. Oh, I mean, it's still good after. It's still good, just like. I guess I never reheated any part of it twice after baking. Uh, You bake it, so it's baked mac and cheese. It's fancy then. That's what I was trying to do. Mm. It wasn't bad. I mean, I was told that you made cookies and you made what else? Uh, I didn't make cookie bars. You made cookie bars, and I you made, made flapjacks. Ew. That's a lot of baking while I was gone. I guess you had no one to talk to. I know. Elena loves to bake. She, what did she make with me the other time? She made the bread, the French bread, and then you just made something the other day yesterday. Me, didn't she? I don't know. No, she didn't make the nachos with me. Hmm. But she maybe helped with. No, she didn't help with the pizza. She came up and was upset. So she didn't help with the pizza. She likes to bake and make anything. Yeah. Yeah. So since I like have jet lag and I can't stay awake past like eight thirty, which is normally when we do this, we've been we're now doing this at like seven in the morning. I think it's almost eight now, though, because mm-hmm. we're struggling today to get rest. I think I caught a cold on the airplane back, and it's making me really not be able to breathe very well. So what did you do with Germany? We went around to places. Yeah. <laughs> what a great description. <laughs> um, I visited a good friend. And then we visited some castles and some playgrounds that are crazy, and I love them, but some of them are a little too crazy. But they're, like, all built into hillsides, and they're just, you know, it's very interesting. I mean, that wasn't all of it. We also went to the Stuttgart Oktoberfest family day, and we went on the big giant Ferris wheel. And we also went to Stuttgart's downtown, which happened to have some kind of people fest there, and it was pleasant because there was like all these horses and different little rides and different little shops of 
candy nuts and marzipan and nougat and other things. I couldn't figure out what this one thing. It was like almost like a bread, but it was like a sweet bread and almost like a pumpernickel, but I couldn't quite figure out what it was. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to try it, but I was like, I don't know if I'll like it. I don't want that many of it. <laughs> and lots of lots of sauerkraut because I really like sauerkraut. I did, did get a, have a big bowl of sauerkraut? I did have like two big bowls of sauerkraut wow. and it was excellent at two different places, two days in a row. It was really excellent. You had sauerkraut for breakfast? I did not have sauerkraut for breakfast, but I did have it for like lunch twice. It was excellent. <laughs> they eat a lot of potatoes. They eat a lot of potatoes and they eat a lot of meat, like sausages. It's just like one of those things. They just give you sausages that look like really long hot dogs. And like that's what you eat, and you can just get that and eat that with a napkin, and like that's their fair food. It's very interesting. Sounds good. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. Some and then they were selling like wool socks at the fair too, which was really interesting. I almost picked you up some, but I was trying. I was struggling with the kids' sizes for uh. um, the conversion because I don't know. I know my shoe size, and I was pretty much okay with your shoe size i could have gotten you and i some wool socks but the kid sizes on the other hand i didn't know those you just gotten you and me wool socks yeah they just eat their socks anyway that's true they just eat their socks it's okay i should have picked up some wool socks but then go i would back. have had to figure out how to put them in the suitcase and that would have been hard go back with your and, and go get some wool socks yes take an empty suitcase with you so you're only going for wool socks for wool socks yes so I just have to wear the same clothes over and over and mm -hmm. over again. But that's okay, because actually one of the things, the two things that I noticed a lot, and I, this is probably being very stereotypical, but people don't care to smell, like, amazingly well, because, I don't know, maybe there's just a lot of guys that just smell really bad. <laughs> or maybe there's just <laughs> a lot of guys, and guys kind of smell bad sometimes, but yeah. a lot of, like, times I would, you, like, you would step into a sea of humanity and be like, ooh, people smell. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one is that like everybody smokes so then you either have people smell or smoke so it's just like oh yay so i don't know one, which one which one is to choose between the two is you prefer smoke i'd probably do the smell. people smell oh, okay just because i know like smoking kills me and like i start if i'm like by a lot i would start coughing a lot like it was always out in the open so it was okay-ish yeah but like I don't know, in a room, I would, like, not do okay. Yeah, a room would be tough. Yeah. So, yeah, I would choose the people smell. But lots of tight, compact amounts of people in spaces. They also just have smaller roads. And we went to France and Strasbourg, and I was telling Keith this morning earlier that it's a place where the European Union meets, and it's pretty fun. I liked it. It's a really nice city. Did you meet with the European Union? I didn't, but apparently um, Kelly, our friend Kelly, did that when she studied abroad. Oh, cool. They had her, like, go on a trip there, and she got to, like, sit in one of the offices and everything she was oh, telling yeah. me. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I wish I would have done that. I would go visit that city again. It's really cool. I want to take you guys there someday. Okay. And, there, I mean, Germany was very nice with the... Um, I like the Black Forest. It was really pretty. It was very tall trees and very, like, I guess you could call it, we are trying the, to figure out exactly the reasoning behind it, but we think it's because two things, the trees are all pine trees, or not pine trees, but evergreens, and so it's always darker. 
And then the evergreens are so big that it's like if you're at the... Nothing really grows in the bottom of the forest. So it's really dark inside the forest. You know, you could look up why they call it the Black Forest. That's true. probably find out actually why. But those were the two reasons we were thinking it was that way. Oh, we should compare it. And I went on a really fun slide that went round and round and round and round. And it was really tall. That you had to be six. You had had to be six to go on it. It's hard to describe how tall a slide is in a podcast, but it was very tall. It was very tall. I was very dizzy by the end because you went around so many times. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, ooh, it was really fun, though. It was like, I was, when I got on it, I was just like, whoa, this is fun. And then it was a little dizzy at the end when I got off. This Wikipedia article is really long, so maybe we'll tell you next podcast why the Black Forest is called the Black Forest. But then we also saw some castles and some cities and some just pretty areas. I mean, everything was, like, pretty. Even, like, their backyard, their view was, like, looking onto a farm. They don't have urban sprawl, and I love that they don't have urban sprawl. I kind of hate urban sprawl with a fiery passion. I also hate the way our country recycles, and they recycle, like, in a very good way. They have, like, communal compost. Like, what an excellent idea. But I feel like in America, we just can't trust each other. We can't trust each other, and we're so afraid of everybody. And so, like, things like communal compost. Like, maybe, I know San Francisco has it, right? San Francisco has, like, all the little things. I remember they had a million ones, right, when we went there. They had so many. So it was, like, San Francisco, but everywhere was, like, San Francisco. Like, there's no plastic bags. I think the independent streak here sometimes prevents us from being utilitarian because any any example of trying to do something that would be useful or good that would require some effort on the part of somebody else is always hit back with, that's infringing on my personal liberties. Yeah, and that's really annoying. Yeah. I mean, great. At some should... point, it's going to, like, bite you in the butt, and it's going to bite us in the butt, whatever we're saying, like, the by 2040, like, our, we're doomed, and since we backed out of the Paris Treaty for, like, l- climate change yeah, implementations. Well, in, in their defense, the, I think the study behind the Paris Treaty people was saying that we were probably doomed either way because <laughs> the Paris Treaty doesn't go far enough. But, well, you're going even farther away by not being in it. But yeah, that's a good example where it's like, I think there's a confusion between freedom, essential freedoms, and, you know, ceding a little bit of freedom in minor things for the common good. Like, being free is being able to speak your mind and being able to practice your religion and go where you'd like to go. Being free isn't um rejecting you know not polluting or something like that or saying you know we we don't need a better health care system or something like that that isn't really we need more guns yeah (laughs) i mean i i could i could make some some kind of argument that well no you know what i think it does fit in a similar category where it's like free yeah you're right freedom isn't the accumulation of as many guns as you have in any context you want to hold them like is it really that freeing to be carrying a concealed weapon everywhere 
No, that means you're so feared. So and you yeah. need to be a pain in the butt too, in a way. It's yeah. like you know, how do you carefully manage this thing? Especially like, say you're a grandpa coming out with your grandchildren. Like that would just not work well, or dad. And I know there are women who do like can you know carry weapons, but I feel like it's probably more the male species who do that. And I just feel like, so what if your kid just reaches into a pocket and shoots the gun? Well, a gun is usually in a holster. I know, but, but um, still, like it shoots no, in a holster the, or something. The, the, or the, pulls yeah, it the, out. It's probably not so much when it's on a person, but I mean the. Um, when the gun is in storage, like if you leave, I mean, you can't conceal carry into every single place. I'm pretty sure. I was trying to think, what are the places that have metal well, detectors? Like grocery stores? Do they have them? No, no. no. But but when say you store, I mean, there's been several cases I think where where people have stored their their concealed carry weapon in the car. Oh yeah. And I remember one from Parma a few years ago where a small child got out and shot himself and he died. Hmm. Then, I don't understand. Anyway, but, I didn't but, mean to get into gun. Right, yeah, but there. I mean, the, yeah, the broader point, though, is, is that we've expanded the idea of freedom into the point where we can't do anything collectively to make our environment better or make ourselves healthier. Right. Which is kind of a bummer. And you can, I mean, you could argue in the case of a lot of European countries are, are probably some restrictions on essential freedoms that um, aren't that wouldn't fly in America and are, are a little bit too far I actually remember great some instances of Great Britain being oddly weird about certain elements of free speech like they had such a strong libel law that you couldn't even like there was actually a legal argument as to whether you could say something like McDonald's is unhealthy. <laughs> and actually, I remember watching a documentary about someone who did this and, you know, had litigation against them. And, and I think they finally got clear, but they had to go all the way to the European, you know, Human Rights you know, Commission or whatever like that is. It, like, it went, like, several appeals all the way up to the EU. Hmm. I know, like, the one thing was that the, the fast food was heavily taxed. Mm-hmm. And that was interesting. And Germany, of course, always, has always had the thing, which is probably good for their society, of, you know, you they have a very low tolerance for any kind of speech promoting, you know, Nazis. Yeah. Which it, it actually is probably a better example than of restricting free speech than of saying, hey, we are going to restrict a little bit of freedom in this small space because we know how bad this ideology ideology is. Yeah. Those are really edge. Like, yeah. Well, we've so got all lots our kids of people are invading up. us. Yes, all the kids are invading us, so we might have to go early today. But we'll be back once I figure out how to stay awake past 8:30. <laughs> That's the hard part. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.